Hey everyone, welcome to Founders 365 with me, Stephen Hags. Today I'm joined by the co-founder of Resets and owner of Springwise, Mr. James Bidwell. How are you today, James? Hey, nice to see you. Thanks for inviting me. I'm good. The sun's no. out. Sun. I mean, you are you are incredibly well lit by a sun, and I'm just in my studio with like the curtains closed, everything like that, just to have some decent lighting. I'm a little bit envious. Um, James, listen, thank you for being on the show. Let's start off by giving the story of Reset and Springwise and, and how it's all come about for you. Okay, well, um, it's a great question. So it, Springwise came first, um, and Springwise actually has been around uh, since 2002, publishing uh, what started as, you know, a, it was a blog at the beginning and it, it publishes now the top three innovations from all around the world. We have people in about 190 countries um, looking out for the best ideas and the best creative innovations every day. And about five years ago, it had been going since 2002, but it was sort of struggling a little bit and I managed to um, take ownership of it. Um, I'd come to the conclusion that I wanted to stop working in big businesses and I wanted to see if I could have a go on my own. And Springwise became that vehicle. Um, and of course, in five years ago, uh, innovation was was on the on the agenda, but disruption wasn't really on the agenda. Um, and of course, now where we are is is the most you know highly highly relevant. Um, and Springwise is is a community of you know, people who are curious about innovation, of innovators, and and we try to give oxygen to those innovators and get them some voice uh, around the world. And we have a great audience of people who pick up on that from investors to media to uh, marketing people and all of that kind of stuff. So we set about um, with, with Springwise and that taught us a lot about what was happening um, in the world in this kind of innovation space. And we thought that um, there was an opportunity to create a strategy consultancy, which was much more high level uh, working with um, kind of chairs and CEOs and boards of bigger companies to um, help them figure out how to be on the right side of disruption. And so we, we we thought, you know, what would the name be for that? And we came up with Reset, which of course three years ago was um, also quite good. And it was Sophie, my co-founder, who came up with the uh, the name, although we do, I sometimes say that it was me, but it was definitely her. <laughs> And so we had Reset powered by Springwise. And um, so Reset is working now with um, government and with big businesses to help them figure out the future. And Springwise is the content that powers all of that, and as well as um, promoting sustainable and positive and socially dynamic um, behavior uh, through the innovation community across the world. Absolutely love it. I mean, what's really interesting is that you said you know, five years ago when the opportunity to purchase Springwise came about and you wanted to get out of the, the big corporate. Usually, I think people probably start off with a slightly smaller fish. It sounds like you've just, you you were just like, I'm going to jump into the big pond. I'm going to create this disruption. I'm going to create this change. I'm going I'm to be that person, which is fantastic. But what was going through your, your mind and what was going on in your world that made you look at Springwise and be like, that's the thing I want to do? that's what I want to be doing with my life? Well, that's a big question. Um, so my life had been disrupted in a number of ways at that time by a, a number of things on the personal front that were were meaning that my 
conclusion was that going back into a big corporate job and flying around and being doing all that stuff wasn't really on the cards. So I, um, so I was kind of thinking, okay, so I need to make this all up again and I need to re reinvent everything. And, uh, and I was, you know, I was looking at startups, looking at him, you know, investing a little bit and just seeing what was around and, and Springwise I had come across before and I'd used it when I'd um, done some keynote speeches and all that kind of stuff. I'd use it as a source. So I had the sort of an instinctive connection to it. Um, and when I met the guy who had it, who's a really nice guy um, called Rainier, a Dutch guy, and he, he, he had an, another business that he was focusing on. So we kind of came to a good, he wanted it to go to a good home. And it just felt like all the stars were roughly aligned. And I'm very instinctive. So, you know, from an investment point of view, I did no due diligence. It was, <laughs> you know, potentially completely cataclysmic. Um, but actually, I'm a big fan of, of you know, going with the gut. And, and, and it became, you know, for me, it, it allowed me to reinvent myself from being a corporate CEO to being um, someone who has that experience, which is really important, but yeah. also can adapt that to the future. So I'd say it was um, it was gut amongst, uh, uh, you know, it was a gut instinct and it was a feeling. And the guys who were then, you know, running it on the day to day were great guys, and I thought it'd be fun. And um, something in me told me that it was the right thing to do. I love um, that. But that's that's yeah. so much of business decisions. That's what it boils down to. I think people often overthink a lot of things when actually it is just instinctive. It is with your gut uh, and a lot of let's leap and, and hope, which is sounds kind of what this was like for the last for the last five years. You've obviously gone through enormous growth, uh, enormous change and, and really positioned yourself in a really nice place in the market. Was that an easy thing for you to do coming from, you know, the CEO background moving into this is now mine i'm i'm sort of leading this forward so it's a great question so when i looked at my career or if i look at my career before springwise and reset um i was generally at a point of inflection in an organization so i was the selfridges marketing director when that was being turned around and and turned from what was not a very cool place at all into one of the top department stores in the world and I was the marketing board director doing that. So I led the consumer and kind of content and events plan and all of that. And it was a big moment of change. And then when I was at Visit London, I was the CEO of Visit London. And it was at the time of just um, around the Olympics, building up to the Olympics. So again, that was a huge moment of change in, in London tourism and how London was perceived around the world. And my final one, although there were some others as well, but anthropology, the, the um, stores, I, I set that up in Europe and I was the first CEO, so I was the launch guy. So actually, when you look at what I do now, is I am helping companies when they're at the point of inflection. So our, our clients, um, whether they be at, at reset, whether that's um, someone who wants a sustainability strategy for a, you know, for a huge organization, or someone who wants uh, to set up an innovation hub or work working practices or framework um those guys are usually at a point of inflection so all of that experience is highly relevant and i come at it just with a you know with a fresh different point of view and i have an amazing team we have about there are 20 of us now very very smart people who are very capable at helping build those um those structures for organizations and helping make that change happen so when you look at it retrospectively <laughs> 
is always great. It's, of course, completely logical. Yeah, 100%. And I have to say, you know, on the way, there have been all sorts of ups and downs, and it's, you know, none of this stuff's easy. Uh, but it, and, and you know, we, we, we're still small, relatively small, but we have grown, as you say, well. And, you know, we seem to be in a place that is highly important at the moment. Yeah, it's, it always amuses me when you do look back and you think, actually, there's so much of what I'm doing now that is what I was doing and, and how I can be positioned in that way, which is really nice. Let's talk about Reset then, because I think I think you mentioned it or you hinted to it that, you know, the word disruptive is kind of a new form of thinking in terms of the masses, in terms of the sort of commercial side of things. I guess my first question is, is why do you think that is? Why do you think people have gone down the road of saying, I want to be really disruptive. I want to disrupt markets. I want to, it used to be a couple of years ago that every sort of new startup was saying they want to be the next Uber, uh, yeah. and things like this, which just infuriated most people rather than actually want to invest in them. But why do you think that is the mindset of a lot of entrepreneurs and, and founders now? So, well, I think that, you know, the history, when I bought Springwise in 2015, it was all around innovation. And then we actually were invited by Hachette, the publisher, to write a book, which um, we agreed that the title of this was in 2017, we published it. And it's called Disrupt 100 Lessons in Business Innovation. So it was like that zeitgeist of disruption was, uh, was sort of emerging then. And as yeah. you said, then every startup and all of this kind of stuff. So I think there is a thing around the, the rapid evolution of the old world into the new world and the juxtaposition between the big old dinosaurs of work and then the new startups in the Silicon Valley and all of that, which is a well-trodden path. And those organizations were seen to be creating massive value by using digital technology to disrupt old-fashioned business models and Airbnb or Uber are, are classic examples of that. And they were creating such big value for the shareholders that it, that it was probably the way to make money and the way, or the way to, to, to raise money mm -hmm. and have big valuations, whether they ever make money is another story. <laughs> and and then there was the need, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. And, and actually we do have another, another uh, string to our bow, which is an investment, uh, kind of an investment fund where we invest in disruptive businesses as well, which is called, capital D. So we have some experience in that. And we, we make sure they're profitable, though, uh, rather than just um, no, hoping. trendy. Exactly. And as, as my friend Pierre says, um, hope is not a strategy. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I think it's, you know, and now it's become a bit overused, the word dis disruption. But but of yeah. course, the, the big thing that has happened is we're in the middle of a global pandemic, which is changing the way we all live. And uh, the you know the force of that the rapidity of it the you know the acceleration of change that it's caused is the sort of the definition of disruption you know it's the it's the not very nice kind of real definition of disruption yeah. which uh, which now we all need to cope with but of course reset has been doing this for three years so we we know we but we but we're now in a bit of a more of a, more of an acceleratedly acute uh time <laughs> yeah is it, i always just always say 2020 interesting time i think that's the the best way to describe this year uh or, or just or just take a gap year just take the year off and and solve everything uh in terms of reset then three years ago it was it was born uh you mentioned you have a co-founder for that what was going again sort of same question as before but what was going on in Springwise? and you thought actually this reset is the string to the bow that we need to add to this right now Sure. So Sophie is um, my co-founder and also now my wife. So that's that's great. 
And it's a good thing. Part of our um, part of our story was that we so we got together around that a bit before, so around the time when I um, bought Springwise, and we and we we were actually trying to figure out how we were going to um, live the life we wanted to live. And she had a digital consultancy which was going along, but we felt that if we combined forces, we had very complementary skill sets. So she's an ex-Goldman Sachs trained private equity financial specialist, but also someone who's extremely client um, client centric and client focused. So, so we have very complementary skills. It's a bit like having a CEO and a CFO, um, you know, as your as your yeah, consultant. It's the perfect lead. setup to start. A it's business. the perfect setup. So, um, so we thought actually we'll we'll you know we were inspired by what what was happening um, at Springwise and that kind of innovation feed, but we weren't able to kind of see the commercial side of it. It was more difficult commercially as as kind of media and content as you know is. So we said we'll um, we uh, we reversed into her existing company, which was a digital transformation. Uh, uh, consultancy and we and then elevated it to a board level uh, strategy consultancy um, and we uh, there's the, the fun story around that is we <clears throat> we managed to persuade a friend of mine to um, give us the stage at a huge uh, conference huge industrial in, in international conference and we MVP'd it so we basically made up reset before we founded it and we said okay we made a presentation about reset and we, we said, we'll just say, this is what we're doing. And the amount of feedback we got, which was incredibly positive. Um, so we said, okay, well, that's good. When the head of one of the big companies came and said, you know, you guys are one of the best deck presentations we've seen because you're actually giving us an answer to all of this disruption and stuff. So we said, okay, well, that sounds good. We'll start um, <laughs> and set the company up after MVPing it ourselves. And so, um, you know, it all connected in, in some sort of logic that um, made sense for us in our yeah. personal lives as well as our business lives. And how has <laughs> bringing that additional bow transformed Springwise and just the business in general? Because you must now be able to tap into a whole load of information that you probably didn't have that quite close connection with before. Yeah, I mean, it's allowed us <clears throat> it's allowed us to kind of upgrade all the tech around Springwise, which has been useful. Um, it's allowed us to launch an app, which is fantastic. Um, you know, Springwise app is on App Store and Google uh, Google Play. Um, and then it's just given us um, it's given us a, a broader platform and ecosystem. So if you think about, we have intelligence from Springwise, we have impact from. Uh, from reset you know we have impact on our on our on the businesses we work with and then we have investment with capital d so we have a an ecosystem that all you know the sum of the parts then becomes greater than the whole is it the idea into each other as well yeah and we're beginning to see that now we're beginning to see our reputation build and the other the other thing i should mention is that we have most just recently become a b corporation um i for saw Spring that Congratulations. And, uh, you, were, you were maybe going to mention that but um that's you know sophie says that's the proudest moment in her career you know Amazing. it's very difficult to become a b corp and both springwise and reset are b corps now so and all, we are, and all in a short space of time as well yeah well we know we don't we we are quite efficient and we don't <laughs> you're talk fairly about disruptive all, all, let's put it all evening you know we, we we do stop talking about work at um seven o'clock but um you know we are we're we're really loving it we're really enjoying it so i guess when you really enjoy something you um you tend to kind of want to get on and do it yeah it's clearly it's so clear that you're you're very passionate you're very connected with this 
with this mission and this this purpose, which is so fantastic to see. What are some of the the current challenges then of of just running sort of three businesses uh, and spinning the plates, even though they're feeding into each other and you've created this really nice ecosystem? There's still three different focuses. How do you find that? How do you find that as a leader? How do you find that as just a person? Do you manage it well? So um, <clears throat> I find it um, gets better every day. <laughs> so I'm not so good at the beginning bits when there's no 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 other people around. But um, we now have just fantastic teams. So we have, uh, you know, at Reset, we have um, about 15 people. We have an incredibly um, good managing partner who's just joined, a guy called Kevin Barrett, who's really senior, you know, really, really good at, um, at running and optimizing businesses. And then we have a team of people who've been with us, some of them from right at the beginning, who um, are just fantastic. So whereas at the beginning, I'd worry about every client meeting because I was normally having to go to it. Um, now I know that, you know, we've got fantastic people um, who are, who are doing amazing work and I when I do talk you know I talk of course to our clients a lot and I get the most amazing feedback and testimonials um, we've got an incredible editor at um, Justin at Springwise who is you know 10 years at the New York Times digital specialist so he, you know Springwise is in really good good um, hands and um, and Capital D is run by private equity guys who are fantastic and I'm more of a an agitator in that context to kind of bring the bring the disruption angle so the answer to your question is you know I, as a leader it um becomes easier and now i've managed i think i've got myself in the place that i want to be in which is mm. chair of reset and springwise and uh, and then you know an agitator in capital d um our biggest challenge is finding those great people yeah that's going to be one of my next questions because yeah I've, building teams building culture is probably one of the most challenging moments founders go through in terms of the business growth. Um, how how did you manage it? How did you find those right people? Well, we had our first employee was Tim, and he is still with us. And you know, Sophie and I and him were sort of working all weekend to to, to write pitches. And um, so we have a thing at Reset which is called Excellence at Pace. So we do really really high high caliber work, but we do it quite fast. And keeping to that mantra. Um, but we also we think a lot about culture and a lot about how environment and place. So we're in Somerset House, our offices. So that's mm -hmm. a really cool creative community. Could be in a we're worse up. place. You know. Yeah, exactly. Except we can't can't go there at the moment, which is a bit bit distressing um, due to our government rather than Somerset House, who are you know we need to get Somerset House back open because mm -hmm. it's such an important creative community. Um, and then we think about that all the time. So we had we have Wednesday lunches where you know we buy lunch, we have conversations about all sorts of stuff. We invite guests in from students who are looking to you know get some information about what job to do or people who've got something to you know something to um, to contribute. Yeah. Our one percent for the planet um, activities and our B Corp activities. So one percent for the planet is. Um, we give up one percent of our revenues to environmental causes, and we're very connected to those guys. So we we find that very stimulating. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, everyone knows why they're there. They're not they're they're there to you know have a great job and all of that kind of stuff. But but we really think about the environmental positive environmental impact, the positive social impact that we're having with our work. So it's much more than just there to to make money. And yeah. that's 
you know, that focus and that the reality of that, you know, we really do mean it. That's um, the, that seems to be the common secret as well, isn't it? It's the, the underlying and shared values of people within a business that creates that culture. Whereas a lot of companies try and push a culture to create it. Whereas what you guys done is exactly the right way is you employ a load of people that have that same common value. And because of that, you, you kind of naturally know that you're going to get on, you're going to enjoy it, you're going to have that force for pushing forward. And, and I love the accelerate, was it accelerate at pace? Ex excellence at pace. Excellent at pace. I absolutely yeah. I love that because it just shows that, you know, that there's a, there's so many ways to do things. And that saying alone just completely ticks all my boxes. So I'm going to definitely be stealing that for myself, of course. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> James, listen, what's next for you then? What's next for, for Springwise? What's next for Reset? Uh, what's next for Capital D? There must be so many opportunities that come your way. Well, yeah, I mean, so uh, I, the other thing I just would say is um, on the culture point, because it's important, and I know you, it's really important for you as well. Um, you know, we're, we're now hiring fantastic people. So the people who I'm seeing joining are just, you know, they're, they're as good as the original ones, which is really nice to see. And, and the culture is now being expressed by other people. So, you know, and, it, and I think we've done some values. People have decided they want to, you know, we wanted to write them down a little bit. And they're just fantastic. So it's brilliant to see that. That must make you other, feel really nice as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, and when I, you know, someone says, you know, James, what do you think of this? And I go, like, it's fantastic. They're, you know, you, I don't, there's nothing I have, you, it's better than I would do. <laughs> and then the other thing we have is we have amazing clients. So who sort of become, you know, they they become friends in a way because, you know, and, and we really try to work with the best CEOs around. So we don't want to work with old school, you know, hierarchical, mm. CEOs, we would just want to have positive impact and share. We have very shared values with our clients. So that's the other side of, of what we're doing. Um, in terms of what's next, I think, you know, getting through this, anyone who gets through this year is um, doing well. So uh, we're not complacent in any way. And although you would think that, you know, most people need to talk to Reset to find out what to do. You know, a lot of people have got big crises in their businesses. So how do we navigate that? Yeah and come out of the other end. And, and I don't believe in a post-COVID world. I believe in a COVID world that we all understand how to deal with. So we are focusing a lot on, on that and consolidating what we're doing and, and you know, thinking about how we grow. I personally love to do more um, on the environmental side and uh, I care a lot about that. We're doing some work in, um, with, in France with the French government around the Mediterranean as a, as a center for ecotourism and excellence um, in the environmental space, which is very exciting for both uh, me and Sophie, who is French. So, and I'm nice. a big Francophile. So we're excited about that. Um, we were there last week. Um, so I'm in quarantine at the moment. Uh, um, got you. And we, had there, amazing, so. we did an amazing event with, you know, some extraordinary people. And I felt a, a, an energy and vibe there with with which actually macron had with his uh, he's got something called france relance which is um the relaunch or the reset of france and he's put a hundred billion behind it wow and it's all around um a, a an energy transition an eco an ecological transition mm. so being part of that and that was really really inspiring more inspiring than i'm seeing anything in in uk government at the moment sadly and yeah, I, I want to accelerate our, sorry, fine. I want us to accelerate our transition to an environmentally positive and a, and a negative, you know, an, an, or an impact less 
society where, where where all the things you know that as many of these things need to be sorted so i do worry about climate change a lot so i have we have five children between us and we want to leave a you know a place that is livable um and i think that is that is the biggest issue so I, I i think a lot about that and when we're working with clients who care about that and want to use business as a force for good of course that is really powerful yeah definitely and i think that comes back to the that mission and purpose that is so clear to you and and why you do what you do a, a question that's just popped in my head and, and probably one of the final ones to end this in terms of the sort of the, the capital d investment side then obviously I'm, I'm assuming here but you those those companies that have that same purpose that same mission that same sort of inv environmental impact desire those are the ones that kind of float your boat that get you excited as well is it great for you to or do you enjoy being able to be in that position to invest in these companies and still know that you're having that greater impact because there's only one there's only a certain thing one man can do it kind of that one of those situations isn't it it's a really good point. So we talk, Sophie and I talk a lot about leverage and, you know, how do you leverage your point of view, your, your impact? And you can do that by working with great clients who are, you know, have got a lot of leverage. And you can also do that by investing in businesses that are doing the right thing. And so being on the board of the, I was, I'm on the board of a, a beauty business that we, we um, have in based in Berlin, actually, which is an influencer marketing business, but it's since we've, um, been working with them, we really upped the environmental uh, and social agenda within that business. So actually, it wasn't massively uh, kind of eco-friendly when we started, but um, three years in, we've got the packaging, the product, the, you know, the, they've actually done, they do amazing promotions with 1% of the planet as well. So having that influence and that impact, um, and, and recently we, we set up a partnership with Henkel with that business, and it's been so great to see how Henkel are really into the sustainability agenda, and one of the reasons they wanted to do that partnership was um, because this, these brands, Hello Body, uh, Mermaid and Me, and Banana Beauty, are the brands, are in that space, and they are on that kind of environmental journey as well. And we've proven that that can be very lucrative. So, um, I'm, I'm always believe that you need to be making money to be able to do good. So um, you need to have a healthy growing business to be able yeah. to make those changes. And like you said, so you're, you're now in that position yeah. to leverage, you know, being yeah. able to impact other businesses without being there on a day to day basis. Absolutely. And, and it's when you have founders and in that case, we had superb founders who really cared about that as well. You just know that, and they're obviously, they're a lot younger than me. So <laughs> I have a little bit Never. of experience along with my other co board members and we you know we have a great time you know helping them bring their dreams to life yeah super rewarding for you and ticks the the value box again comes back to that uh james listen i i've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation so i guess my, my final question is is how can people find out more about you springwise reset capital d where's the where's the place they need to go the place to um if you want to talk to me directly send me an email at james at this is reset.com james at this is reset.com and otherwise um springwise is well known at springwise.com or on the app um and then um both uh, reset so th this is reset.com is that is our website and then capital d is capital d.com nice, so nice. they're all pretty straightforward and um you know i'm on linkedin as, as well the books around available on amazon go <laughs> buy the book people go buy yeah, the book. Buy the book. 
you can download it on your Kindle. Um, and yeah, so I'm always happy to, I'm always really interested to engage with people and, you know, chat because I think it's collective consciousness and a collective intelligence that will help make the world a better place. Yeah, completely agree. And thank you for doing the work you do. Thank you for investing in the companies you do, because actually I think you, you've got it right. You've got it right. Knowing that you can't do it alone. You have to bring on beat other people. You have to invest in these sort of companies. Uh, I feel like there's a there's a lot of people that want every, all of this, but they try and go it alone and they struggle, right? But you're you're leveraging the right things, so so well done on that, and, and congratulations on all the success. Congratulations on the B Corp, amazing achievement, uh, and I really look forward to just seeing what you do next because I have no doubt that of course it's going to be innovative and disruptive. Steve, thank you very much, and it's been great. And you know, as you say, I've got amazing teams around me in everything I'm doing, so none of it can be done alone so it's a great privilege to have them and lovely to talk to you thank you no, thank you and thanks everyone for listening and watching the spin founders 365